Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Gary Thompson coming to you with the uh, 10th episode. Uh, now, I know I mentioned earlier, um, or oh, actually, let me give you the title of it. It's uh, Getting Into the Right Business. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about all, all these. You hear me say that a lot because each one of them is an area of growth. But this one in particular is about making money. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, the science of getting rich, it's not just about making money. It's in, you know, relationships, um, you know, just living in a rich life and so forth. But this one is actually about making money as well as some of the other chapters. But I didn't want to just focus on money, money, money. But this one, when you're talking about business, you're talking about service, um, you know, you're compensated based on the need that you feel and you know, and making sure for yourself that you're in the right business. And a lot of times it's like, how do you know you're in the right business? Well, the only way you're going to know is you have to get out there and try some things. You know, typically, uh, you know, a lot of times you have various skills and talent. For example, you have to explore that. And um, one of the things for myself, I'd been in the right business pretty much all my life. Um, I started my career. I was 20 years old. When I joined the military, I actually um, took a test at uh, one of the um, vocational technical schools and I failed miserably um, because I never had any experience in technology. Uh, just, you know, typical high school courses. Um, and I went and took a test and they basically said, you know, it'd be better if you went to the JC. And I went to the JC and the only thing really interested me was computers, um, you know, all the different prerequisites and so forth. I didn't have any interest in just like, uh, just be honest with you in high school, you know, it's just one of those things for myself. And I realized I didn't want to go to college because only thing that motivated me about college was uh, the parties. And I knew, you know, I, at a time I needed to grow up. So I went in the military and at age 20, um, I actually went to school and I enjoyed it, but getting to that point, um, being in the tech field, um, my education, we were we were involved in school eight hours a day dealing with tech, technology, electronics and so forth. And I did not have a background in that area at all. But um, I always as a kid would like to, you know, take things apart, see how they work. And my father was in technology. Uh, so I kind of, you know, kind of looked into that um, and it ended up being a great career for me uh, for 30 years. Um, it was my passion, you know, and I, I feel that it was um, at a time in my life where, you know, our, our world was evolving. Uh, all the new technology, all the things that we do today, you know, I help bring these things to forefront with my career. It feels very gratifying to be part of that, to be able to do the things that we're doing right now with a podcast and so forth. Um, I worked on actually the first conversion in the Bay Area of converting um, what they call CCS7 links, which allows uh, carriers like the company I work for to connect with the local phone exchanges and allow us to exchange data. Now, I didn't know all the, the nuance to it. I was just doing it and turning services up, but I was, I played a very uh, integral part of making that happen. Um, but as I grew in my career, you know, I find myself in different areas, different challenges that kept striving, you know, and driving me to continue to grow, making great money. Um, I came across a time in my career where 
Um, I was starting to get kind of burnt out looking for some other things to do. And I went out and started a car business. And I, I like um, selling cars. You know, I used to buy cars, clean them up, fix them up and sell them. But, you know, legally, you, you can only do a few of those a year. And, you know, I will always hear people say, hey, you know, find what you love to do and you'll never work another day in your life. So I actually quit my job. I was a six figure income, um, but our company was in bankruptcy. So I figured, well, if there's any time to try this, it's a good time now because I could re I could recover because I'm 30 years old. Um, and actually, I went through a divorce then. So um, I actually took my 401k and advice against so many people don't, you know, don't take your 401k out. And I'm not advocating this, but I said, I'm a roll the dice. This is my life. I'm not just going to be stuck to my job. And also knew our company was in bankruptcy and I saw the stock going down. So I said, you know what? I'm going to draw my money down, pay the taxes on it, and I'm going to start a business. And I had a great experience for two years. I went cold turkey into the car business, um, had a lot of successes. And unfortunately, I just ran out of finances. Had I had uh, some more financial resources uh, or mentorship, I could have done well. But there were no regrets. You know, I jumped out there on faith and, you know, they say, hey, jump and the net will will follow. And so I jumped and it, it was so much fun because I was actually in a business, another business where I was excited about it. The long hours didn't bother me because I enjoyed it. My kids were older at that point. And so um, I, I enjoyed helping people um you know, get a quality car to start their life. You know, a lot of kids going to college and I, I felt good about being in part of that process. Uh, unfortunately, after about two years, I had to go back to work. And, you know, when I left the company that I worked for, you know, I left on good terms. You know, one of the things my mom always told me, you know, um, never burn your bridges, you know, and I left on good terms. And one thing I didn't do, cause I was stressed to the max there. Um, I, I left there on good terms. I didn't want to leave on stress because if I left on stress, I probably could never return. But, you know, fortunately I was able to go back and work probably another 10 years at that field at a very great salary. Um, and I had that check mark in my background that, hey, I ventured off into uh, a traditional business model uh, as time went on, I kind of hit that wall again. I was getting older. It was around um, 2000, I guess, five or so. I studied for my real estate license and got that and was doing real estate part time. Did extremely well there, but not to the to the area that I, I saw. You know, I wanted a lot more uh, financially, uh, time wise, mainly. Um, because the tech field was just really draining me mentally. Uh, at this point, I was getting older, long hours were catching up to me, but I had some of the things, you know, I had a home, the cars, kids in private school, and so I was kind of stuck. So I said, well, you know, I can't just dump the job. Uh, I had to find a, another business. So I got involved in real estate and real estate was going very well. Uh, I was fortunate to be able to uh, manage the two and then the market crashed in 07 and a lot happened in 07. Uh, I lost my job back then. 
Uh, that's when I told you, you know, in August I had to file bankruptcy, home went into foreclosure, all that stuff, went through, through a divorce. So pretty challenging time. And so here I am regrouping again. And through that process, I got involved back in the networking industry. And I've done that off and on throughout my career, um, networking, uh, network marketing, um, because one of the things that I realized in that industry is, you know, it's a lot of personal development. I, I contributed that uh, to when I got started at a very young age. You know, you read personal development books and so forth. And that contributed to where I am today in my life and the, the, the choices I made throughout my life, raising my children, coaching. It came from personal development books, um, you know, growing up that wasn't taught in my house or shared. But when I was about 18, I got involved in the networking space and they talked about personal development and I gravitated to that and I continued to use that throughout my career. And that's what helped me kind of maneuver through uh, my career and be successful. So, you know, being in the right business and always knowing that, um, you know, we're always evolving and I'm going to move. I kind of give you an overview there and I'm kind of come back to it. But I wanted to go into the chapter here, um, chapter 13, getting to the right business. You know, it says success in any particular business depends uh, for one thing upon the process and the will to develop the state and the faculties required to do that business. So you have to have the faculties to do that business. And a lot of times, um, you know, it comes to you. Uh, for example, as a child, I was very much involved in music, the creative process. And that changed in my career when I went into technology, but it was still part of the creative process because you had to use that creativity to solve issues um, in the tech field. So back to the book here, without a good, here's an example they show, without good musical faculties, no one can succeed as a teacher of music. Without well-developed mechanical faculties, no one can achieve great success as a mechanic or in the mechanical trades. You know, the different faculties are tools. It is essential to have good tools, but it is also essential that the tools you have should be used in the right way. They go on to say that, you know, there's a lot of people that are very successful uh, uh, in music, uh, the arts and everything, but they're they're still not making it successfully. You know, it's not just having their faculties. It is a mindset. You know, so generally speaking, you know, you will do your best business, which will be your strongest faculties, you know, find something that you enjoy to do and turn that into the business. Well, sometimes that doesn't always work out because, um, you know, maybe the skill set or anything like that, but you can still become rich in any business by simply uh, creating those faculties to be successful in that business. So, for example, um, my faculties were not in the card business, but my philosophy was built around helping people have affordable quality pre-owned vehicles. And uh, I took that that same concept that I did for my tech field of servicing. And it was successful uh, for two years. I mean, I started from scratch, no no uh, mentorship. I just jumped out there. Um, so I knew one thing, I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. And the only reason I did that is I trust myself, you know, and I knew I had something I could fall back on. If that car business didn't work, I could go back to work, which I did. Um, 
but you'll you'll get rich especially or you'll get rich most easily in the point of effort if you do do that for which you are best fitted well you know i figured out you know i, I was just a couple years ago a few years ago i was figuring out well, what is my purpose what am i what am i supposed to be doing you know and it's been a journey and i figured that out and i kept it to myself and I said, okay, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, so how do I do it? And it took a couple of years, and now I know why, because I wasn't focusing on my thought energy. It could have happened sooner, but it happened. And that's where that this whole transition plan happened and, and uh, started um, a couple of years ago. As I, as I mentioned, I lost my train of thought. What was it? Uh, uh, 2018. Uh, so my whole point at 2018 I said I'm gonna take all my little successes and put it all on the table and put this puzzle together to create this lifestyle that I'm looking for that I know I'm I'm aimed to get to have so you know for a lot of times people <clears throat> they they think that that first business is the one that's gonna take them to the to where they want to go and a lot of times that's just a journey that's just a uh a route to take to get you where you need to go um and so a lot of times people get stuck uh they're afraid of uh, uh afraid of failure sometimes even afraid of success they're like well hey if this thing gets too big will i be able to you know manage it how would i do that well you just kill the process right there when you start putting that doubt in um so you know it's just amazing to see that i was at a point in my life where I said, okay, I had to totally surrender to how I was doing things before and start looking at improving what I wanted to do and realize that, hey, all those things I did in the past, good and bad, you know, uh, success um, and lessons, um, I wanted to parlay that right now and move it forward. You know, so with this podcast, this was part of the creative process where I'm just giving back. You know, I'm just giving this information out freely uh, to help some other people because um, we all have a story to tell. We have, all have greatness to develop and no one knows our full potential. You know, our full potential is it, it's never ending. Our spirit is always um, for fuller expression. So it's always growing if you're putting some thought to it. If you're just getting up, existing every day, uh, you don't have any goals or anything like that, then you know, you're going to pretty much be stagnant and you're going to look back on your life and say, you know, what what happened? Well, you got to get out and do the work. There's no secret. You got to get out and do the work. So I'm getting back to the book here. I'm going to read this paragraph here. Let's see if there are past mistakes who, uh, whose consequences have placed you in an undesirable business or environment. You may be ob obliged for some time to do what you do even though you don't like it. But you can make the you can make the doing of the present time and make it possible for you to come to doing of what you want to do. If you feel that you are not in the right vocation, do not act too hastily and try to get into another one. The best way generally to change business or environment is by growth. And we talked about that on the previous uh, podcast where you, you know you have to work on yourself you have to you have to uh, learn more so you can give more so 
Uh, it's, it all goes back to personal growth. Do not be afraid to make sudden and radical changes if the opportunity presents itself and you feel um, and you feel after carefully considerate consideration that it is the right opportunity, but never take a sudden or radical action when you are in doubt of wisdom of doing so. There is never any hurry on the creative plane and there is no lack of opportunity. Well, when I jumped out there and took my 401k, you know, people warned me to say, hey, you're going to pay taxes on this and everything. And uh, it's not the best thing to do. Well, I looked at my company. They were in bankruptcy and the stock was going down every day. And I said, you know, this is just a business decision for me. I'm just going to take my money and I'm going to bounce and go do something that I always wanted to do, but couldn't do. And I said, you know, if I stay here or if I keep my stock out there and it goes down, which it did, I knew some people that had half a million dollars in stock and it went down to five grand. Um, I didn't want to be that guy. So I used my money at least for an experience. And that experience continued to move me forward with new growth, new opportunity, uh, because you're walking in faith in the creative process. So when you get out of the competitive mind, you will understand that you never need to actually act hastily. No one else is going to beat you to the things you want to do. There is enough for all. This was a this was an aha moment for me when I read this last year or was going through this. You know, what's meant for you is what is what's meant for you. You don't have to hurry. Now, you do have to move you know, quickly, but you don't have to, you know, um, be yourself in a hurry because that starts to set up as in doubt um, and you fall back to that competition thing instead of being in the creative process. Because when you're in that creative process, that's where everything flows. You know, I mentioned to you uh, guys on the podcast about a movie that I'm going to start in 2021. I'm just going in the creative process. Things are already starting to come to me on what I should do next. And I'm not in a hurry. You know, I'm just going to I continue to write these things down in my journal and things are just starting to come to me. So, you know, spend your day contemplating and on the vision that you want for your life. You know, really give it some thought. There's never, it's never too late, you know, because if you're at a point in your life and you don't know how much time you have left on this earth, you know, you might be, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and you got another 20, 30 years left. What would that be? What would those 30 years be like? I mean, do you want them the same way they are now? And if, if you're doing okay, that's fine. You can do better. Why do I say that? Because we're always expanding. We're always growing. You know, we can grow in other areas. We can grow in other areas to give back to others. You know, so, you know, what do you want the next rest of your years to be like? I'm 57 or be 57 this year, God willing. And, you know, I got plenty of years of creativity I have planned and, and I, I put that out and I want to just share with the world these these great gifts that we have and and want as many people as possible to experience this this place of joy and happiness, creativity. I mean, when you get in that creative space, it's just endless because you can just go. <laughs> you know, I have so many ideas. I'm, I'm getting ready to buy a camera uh, to get, get some uh, 
filming things under my belt. So I'm excited about that. So it's always evolving. Even during these times that we're in right now, I'm excited about the future and being a part of, you know, coming out of this and helping others do the same. So back to the book here, it talks about mistakes come from acting hastily uh, or from acting in fear of doubt or um, for forgetfulness of the right motive, which is more life to all and less to none. As you are in a certain way, opportunities will come to you in increasing numbers and you will need to be very steady in your faith and purpose and to keep in close touch with all mind by revenant gratitude. Man, our word gratitude, you know, we had a whole section on gratitude. That power of gratitude will help you keep moving forward. It will open your eyes to opportunity. You know, right now, you know, I, I had some goals going into this year of um, going into 2020. And my initial game plan was to really launch my real estate side of business. Well, January 1, we found my mom uh, on the floor in her home. She'd been there probably, I don't know, at least 12 hours. She said it was dark. It was getting dark or something when she fell. And my mom was there. I gave her picture about 10 o'clock. So I figured she'd been there 12 hours. Long story short, she lost all mobility. Uh, she had to go to the hospital. Uh, and this was, this was, you know, New Year's Day, the day I'm launching my new business or the next day. And the next 90 days was all about getting her back on her feet, to and from the hospital therapy twice a week. I mean, twice a day I was driving, uh, then getting her here at home and getting her back on her feet. And, you know, that kind of put a, a another direction in what I needed to do with my real estate. So then we got her on her feet and then so um, she went to stay with my sister. And so I said, okay, I mean, here we are in March. Now I'm ready to start my real estate deal because I was gonna start flipping some properties and things like that because I'm looking at, you remember that number I had, the number that I wanna get to, um, I wanted to flip some properties to, to grow that to fund my movie in 2021. Well, here we are in March getting ready to go and then COVID hit. And then I'm like, I'm like, okay, so now what do I do? Uh, first I had to get used to this, this new way, this new normal and just trying to understand how serious it was. Uh, and you know, just trying to figure out what to do. And I said, well, here's a good time to put the podcast together, even though it wasn't easy to do. Um, because you know, when you're putting some information out like this, especially for the first time, you want to keep things upbeat and um, um, so people will, you know, be inspired to listen to. And I filmed these very early in the morning. So um, it, it was something to put my mind somewhere else and uh, it's being viewed. And, you know, you've made it this far. I'd like to thank you for that because um, it's it's worth your time to continue listening. So uh, that, that makes me keep going because there's more to come. We're almost to the point, uh, the paradigm shift. Uh, area of the um, podcast that's where I took this science of getting rich mindset into the paradigm shift which is a whole nother level that put all this stuff together but um, so now I'm looking at what kind of business can I get involved in to create the income you know I'm, I'm thankful that I I have my job and my wife we were able to work from home 
And so I started looking at what is the opportunity these days? And, you know, right now you get hit with all kind of stuff, um, people texting and everything, all these different opportunities. But one thing I do know is our society now globally um, is, is looking at other ways to earn income besides a job. And when you're displaced, again, we're, we're, we're fortunate, we're blessed to still have our jobs, same salary and everything. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that are not, and um, they need something real, something that they can connect with or people they can connect with. Um, so I got back in the networking space, the networking industry, and um, I'm in the health and wellness field uh, because obviously I just think health and wellness is a great place to be. Um, and the thing to realize that I realized is that people today are more open and they're also at home. I know before when I used to try to do things like this, people are so busy. They're running around. They got soccer activities, uh, you know, just spare time, whatever, a lot going on. And now people are more at home, uh, more open. So I'm looking at, uh, you know, doing some things in that space. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, because I know for me, inspiring people, working and building teams, that's definitely a, an area that uh, my strong suit and something I'm very comfortable with. And I just love to inspire. I guess that's why I was a coach for 10 years and did some coaching in the networking space previously at a corporate level. And I uh, want to continue doing that. So, you know, if you don't have a business or you're curious, definitely get in touch with me. Uh, you can go to, uh, I think I got my Facebook link up there or either on the uh, Good Thought Energy website. We can connect. Um, but yeah, I see a great future through all this, um, this stuff that we're going through and a whole new mindset of how to create income and how to, to tell your story. You know, so um, hey, we'll go ahead and close out here. I think the next episode we're going to be talking about is, uh, where is it at? I think it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited, right? <laughs> the impression of increase. Yeah, that's a good one. I always be growing. All right. Well, until the next episode, uh, good thought energy, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.